Welcome to Holistic Hearts. Hey guys, Merry Christmas. We are doing our next encounter through the Gospel of Luke's chapter one. We are really taking it step by step by step. You guys, I hope that you see the invitation to encounter Jesus is in every single verse. And it's something that the Holy Spirit has been really pressing in my heart that the scriptures are so alive and are a beautiful invitation to ask questions of Jesus, to be still, to know who he is, how he came into this world and how every situation he is alive and wanting to speak into our hearts. If you have learned anything through holistic hearts, I pray that it is, he wants to take that head knowledge and really infuse it into our hearts And one of the most beautiful ways that we can do that is using our imagination, which I personally think is the secret place that he encounters us one-on-one, individually, and as a church body. And so let's continue on. Last week, we talked about the altar of incense and Zechariah's offerings. I hope that that blessed you as much as it has me. Uh, it's, It's been a beautiful go-to in my mind of just coming into that presence of the Holy of Holies. Now this week, we're going to go back a little bit in verse 12, and I'm going to read all the way through verse 25 today in Luke. So here we go. And again, I'm reading in the Passion Translation. Zechariah was startled and overwhelmed with fear. But the angel reassured him, saying, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God is showing grace to you. For I have come to tell you that your prayer for a child has been answered. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to name him John. His birth will bring you much joy and gladness. Many will rejoice because of him, and he will be one of the great ones in the sight of God. He will drink no wine or strong drink, but he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even while still in his mother's womb. And he will persuade many in Israel to convert and turn back to the Lord, their God. He will go before the Lord as a forerunner with the same power and anointing as Elijah, the prophet. He will be the instrumental. He will be instrumental in turning the hearts of the fathers in tenderness back to their children and the hearts of the disobedient back to the wisdom of their righteous fathers. And he will prepare a united people who are ready for the Lord's appearing. Zechariah asked the angel, how do you expect me to believe this? (laughs) I'm an old man and my wife is too old to give me a child. What sign can you give me to prove this will happen? Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand beside God myself. He has sent me to announce to you this good news. But now, since you did not believe my words, you will be stricken silent and unable to speak until the day my words have been fulfilled at their appointed time, and a child is born born to you. That will be your sign. Okay. As we read through that, there's a couple things I want to point out. In the beginning, in verses 12 through let's see, through 17. I want you to take notice 
because this could be an encounter in itself, is Zachariah is hearing the identity spoken about his son. Yes, it was about John the Baptist, but I promise you, your children, you yourself, your grandchildren, they all have an identity that is being spoken over them. This is Gabriel, the angel, the same angel angel that in Revelations is standing there bringing the altar of incense under the father's nose, who is speaking this kingdom identity over John the Baptist, over his father of who his son is. So number one, this is not where we're focusing today, but I feel like I'm supposed to speak it is have you sat and asked the father who your children are called to be? Who and how and what are they created to do and be in this world? What is their being? This is before John even was formed in the womb of Elizabeth. Isn't that fascinating? He already had an identity. His plan to be in this world was already chosen. And that is the same for you, for me, for our children, for our children's children, for the children that are around you in your schools, on the sidewalk, at your church. They all have an identity. And I guarantee you, the father is waiting for you to ask. Now, where we're going to hit on and end today is going to be this interaction between Zechariah and the, and Gabriel, where Zechariah asks the angel, how do you expect me to believe this? I'm an old man and my wife is too old to give me a child. What sign can give, can you give me to prove this will happen? And then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand beside God myself. He has sent me to announce to you this good news, but now I want you to picture this though, as a, as one of my good friends, Eugene Lenning has stated this before in past holidays and in uh, a current episode, actually, you should go listen to it on the union unionist podcast. I love the picture that he paints of this angel, because I know for me, I could picture this angel getting mad at, at Zechariah, like, just really frustrated, like, oh, are you kidding me? You don't believe me? (laughs) But as Eugene so beautifully pictures, he believes, and I believe now, that there's a smile on his face. Kind of like when you're a parent and there's so much love in the discipline, right? And you're like, oh, man. Okay, let's talk about this. So the angel says to him, but now, since you did not believe my words, you will be stricken, silent, and unable to speak until the day my words have been fulfilled at their appointed time and a child is born to you. That will be your sign. So I want you to focus here on Zechariah's ability to speak was taken away. What in our life has God given us a prophetic word, a vision, a dream, a goal, 
that has been spoken. And we know that we know that we know that we know that that is for us. And have our words prevented us from watching that be fulfilled? Now, sometimes like this, Zechariah's unbelief or asking for a sign, even though he just heard a whole prophetic word, uh, uh, how many can relate to that? (laughs) God's will still happened, right? So John the Baptist still came. Elizabeth still got pregnant, even though she was old, even though there was doubt and there was unbelief and Zechariah asked for a sign, God's will still happened. And I think what the lesson or maybe the spiritual truth in here is that sometimes there are seasons when we are quiet and our hearts need to align with what he is calling forth, what his prophetic word is. And he has to keep us silent because he knows that our heart needs to start to align. So what if the angel took away Zechariah's words because he didn't want him to speak death over this prophetic word? It was actually God's kindness to keep Zechariah quiet. So close your eyes. And I want you to just Be aware. Ask Holy Spirit to reveal anything where there has been a word spoken over your life. For example, maybe you have been given a dream to write a book. Or maybe there is a dream of an event that you're supposed to put on. Or somebody gave you a word 10 years ago. And you are still wondering, when is that coming to fruition? Like Zechariah, I want you to picture being in the throne room. Because remember, the veil is torn because of Jesus. We can approach the throne with our altar of incense, our prayer. This word that was given a prophetic word and we get to lay it down. Right in front of the father. I want you to picture the father sitting before you in the throne room. The glory is heavy here with the Holy Spirit. And here is the invitation to ask the Father, is there any unbelief in me? And how can I partner with you to bring this to life? And I'm going to play some music and I just want you to hold that space. Sit in his presence. 
Hebrews 11.6 says he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Be still and know that he is a father who has created you for such a time as this. He has spoken words over you. And take the next minute or so to come before him with this word. Or maybe you haven't even gotten a word. And ask for one. Ask him to reveal what is written upon your heart, your story. How is it intertwined with his? And let the belief and the faith rise up within us. And let our response be one of thanksgiving, of praise. In Jesus' name, amen.